Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, Ometeo, Tonansi, Tonato. We start out on this new road. No turning back. Yes, yes. Aho. We have our ancestors with us. We're going to continue to dance with them. Dreaming them. Following them. We are becoming what we were. It is borrowed that Maya prophecies. Seven triangles of light. Keep walking. You are the spirit of Unaku. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unaku. Are getting back to their voices. They are becoming real to us and speaking to the 
people of the 20th century about who built this place and why and what they felt and what they thought about the world. These are not anonymous people. Anymore. You a whole community, LA natives. Here we are. Um, you know, the first couple shows we can kind of rough, rough in it, but this time we have a little bit more organization. And before we start today, real quickly, I want to introduce my team. You know, there's a team behind LA natives and Armando to the left of me and my beautiful partner to the right of me. And I sit in the center. Hello. And so today we get to talk to an incredible influencer, I guess I would say, on behalf of Native people, because this brother really embraces his indigenous side. He tries to apply it to everything he does. And you can only give nothing but love and praises for a brother like that. And also, too, the the fact that he's uh, very, very popular, who just released a song, shows the humility that this brother has for his people. You know what I mean? Nothing gets in the way of the message that he wants to present to his people. I'm, at least that's the way I'm taking it. I don't know him personally. After this conversation, I feel like we will kind of know each other. And, you know, I've, I've, I've ran into him several you know, times in my life. One time was at the Montebello Mall. But I'll save that story when, when he's on. But, you know, yeah, we want to welcome my brother Taboo um, in a few minutes. And I just want to take a few seconds to acknowledge the community that came together for LA Natives. I mean, this is our third podcast. And, and although the, the, the family and the circle small, we remember each and every one of you. We remember each and every one of your comments and know that we... Um, at least I go through them. I don't have a chance to do that on online, but you know, I sit down with my partner after the show and we go over the comments and she tells me who said what. And you know, pretty soon I'll have a list and I'll be shouting those, you know, loyal LA natives. Sub one, shout out. Oh, yo, what up, sub one? I did a track with sub one, so that's gonna be exciting to promote here as well. So big ups to you and your family, brother. Um, I really enjoy your music. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. We're going to talk to Taboo and I just want to acknowledge the community that has gathered for us so far and we're going to take it to many other interviews. I mean, once we announced that we were taking in interviews, I mean, the, the calendar booked up almost instantly, you know, for about two months. And so, you know, if I sent you a message personally, you know, please, I apologize, you know, because this show seems to be taking on its own form. It's becoming its own community. So, you know, with Hi. that being said, you know, please be patient with our community. Know that we hold you at, at heart. The, the whole show is, and the premise of the show is to expose indigenous artists. And, and we were talking, you know, with my producers and maybe expanding that not only to hip hop, but know that the root of this show is an indigenous hip hop movement and exposing as many of those artists that we can but, you know, art has a broad spectrum. And so we were thinking, you know, maybe switching it up because some of the guests that we have planned for the future shows is not exactly hip hop. Although they're immersed in hip hop music, it's not a hip hop group. And so, you know, Underground Hip Hop Blog gave us this opportunity. 
we're rooted in hip hop. El Vu is a hip hop, you know, artist from Los Angeles. You know, we're artists from Los Angeles. And, uh, but I just wanted to acknowledge the wide spectrum that came together very quickly, right, Armando? Man, the engagement and the feedback has been phenomenal. A true blessing. Right. I mean, and almost instantly, right? And, it, and that just shows the intention of our show. Our show is not to um, proliferate ego. Our show is to feature artists that immerse themselves in the message of whatever message that is. You know, the, the history of our people is a long, long road. It's so long, you know, and, and it has many colors. That road has many colors. On this show, we'll focus on the red road for now. But, you know, just little things that we're planting. We're planting seeds right now, and we're, we're hoping... No, we know that the community is going to respond, and, you know, with being able to um, book so many artists and so many influential artists very quickly, like the brother that's going to come on in about two minutes, you know, <laughs> Brother Taboo. You know, it's like you send him a, a humble message, and he comes back right away, and he says... I'll be honored to be on your show. And, you know, me and Armando kind of looked at each other and went, wow, that's kind of mad love, right? He's kind of busy, but <laughs> I mean, I thought it was like probably one of the most humblest things anybody at his, knowing that he's going to release a song with Shakira and do a massive. And by the way, that song is the number one song in the world, global. Right now. Wow. So, JB, it's a it's a song that's revolving around women. How do you feel about that? Mm, can we just talk? Um, can we just do the interview first before <laughs> you get my opinion on it? Um, yeah, definitely is a song it about cool. women. You know, it was it's a cool song. It's definitely a cool song. I like the beat and everything like that. Um, there's a couple of words in there that, personally, for myself as an indigenous person, you know, as a native person. Um, you know, a little bit, you know, I kind of took like, you know, we live in a culture right now, we live in a city, in a community, in a city, in a society where we are labeled by, by names, you know, right. and, and sometimes I'm not okay with those names, you know, but I'm not here to judge anything like that. I'm here to just walk my path and be open to it, you know, but besides that, it's a very catchy song. Um, I like that it represents Chicanas from LA area. Um, I like that it represents Shakira and, the beat with it, you know, I think that's really, really catchy. And I think that's something that we need right now in this in this uh, society right now. We need something uppity and catchy. And compared to what's out there, you know, hey, it's a little bit of, of you know, compared to what's out there, it's definitely a little bit better than what's out there. It could be worse. <laughs> and uh, we will <laughs> but be I like it. giving them a call in about two minutes. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I, I threw it your way, Jenny, because I saw I you dancing to it. And, you know, I mean... It's always going to be, art, art is always going to have its own shelf, mm. right? It's going to be in its place. And to have an artist of that magnitude show a humble little podcast, love and, and respect. And after he does this mega, mega hit, I mean, all I could say is I give him a virtual hug mm. you know, and say, yeah. absolutely. So, yo, I, yo, like, yo. Yo, what's up, everybody? Taboo. Taboo is on. Yes, sir. LA Natives. Wow, my brother. Uh, my LA Natives. 
There you go. I mean, me and my producer have been talking all week about you and and really want to just, I personally want to extend my complete gratitude and respect for someone who releases a mega hit like you just released and still come on this little humble podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm choked up a little bit about it, brother, and I just want to extend my really gratitude to you, bro. Uh, it's an honor, man. You know, being an Angelino, being, uh, you know, a native uh, Mexica, for me, it's an honor, bro. East LA Ball Heights representative. That's where I was born. You know, I learned a lot about always giving back and making sure that I never forget where I came from. And you guys represent, you know, the heart of Los Angeles. You represent, like, the ancestors and the relatives that are always about preserving uh, you know, the, the indigenous side. And I'm all about that, bro. Anything that I can do to be of service and to, to really amplify indigenous people and Indian country, that's what my grandmother wanted. More than me doing music, more than me being an entertainer, is like, don't ever forget where you come from. And that's mo the most important thing for me. And in coming from, from this past, right, or these people, I mean... Talk about a little bit what kind of a struggle it was to probably even find that, right? Or did you have a, a direct path always? You know what I mean? Because some of us... My grandmother... My, yeah, go yeah, ahead. I'm my, sorry. my grandmother was path. Uh, she was a strong woman from Jerome, Arizona. Hopi Shoshone uh, relative. She was uh, she was very proud of Jerome, Arizona. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and my mom uh, was brought up in East L.A., and she had more of a Chicana vibe, you know, more Chicano styles and connected more with Atlan. And, and, you know, it was, it was different because here we are, First Nations people understanding uh, Indian country and, and, and wanting to learn more about my native roots, but also knowing about my Mexica roots and just being, you know, in, in Los Angeles, Tongva land, where you're trying to figure out, well, what am I? Am I, am I more Mexicano? Because I know there's indigenous aspects to the Mexica. But then also knowing about my First Nations representation and how important it was to balance understanding both and having knowledge itself of both and wanting to preserve both cultures, uh, you know, learning about the Catholicism on the Mexican side and colonial, uh, you know, takeover on the on the on both sides. Uh, but wanting to learn how it can be decolonized and have more uh, perspective because of the fact that I do um, understand that we we are the, the teachers and the students at the same time. And I just want to be an example to the youth that you can preserve and understand the importance of being a voice. I don't speak for all of us, bro. I just speak as one of us. Right. And that's what right. my, 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 uh, you know, my mission statement for, for the world is, is like when you see me with the black IPs, you know that I'm proud to be Mexica and I'm proud to be uh, a Shoshone and Hopi, you know, and that's what you see. When you see the representation, you see little pieces of me paying homage to my grandmother, whether I'm rocking my turquoise or I'm rocking my medallions or, you know, the, the native bling. It's like that's a, that's a nod to, to let my ancestors and the relatives know that one of, one of us is out there representing for Indian country. And providing a good example, right? And providing... Uh an example that no matter what history you come from, there could be a, a, a platform for you to share that message and proliferate, proliferate it to people who need it, right? The people on the res, the people in the inner cities who have indigenous blood, 
but really don't have a direct path like you did, right? Like you had your grandmother, a strong woman. I'm sure she shared stories with you. But, you know, there's others that, that have been displaced so far that they have to just rely on their spirit to get them there, right? And so no, we have- No doubt. And, you know, I've, I've made it I've made it a point um, since I beat cancer in 2014 oh. um, to, to go and be part of Indian country as much as possible, whether it's, you know, advocating for uh, indigenous equal rights or here in, in Tongva land doing the indigenous people's day with, uh, with my relatives, Redbone and Natani Means and Antoine Edward and all, all these amazing relatives that just wanted to share their art and their music. I mean, even me going to Standing Rock and standing in solidarity with my, with my relatives, indigenous and non-indigenous allies that were just there to, to be of service. Like, I learned a lot, bro. Like, you know, a lot of the things that I, that I uh, appreciate even more now, not only the fact that I, I creator gave me another chance to live, but also just being a voice and how I can use this Black IPC bridge to amplify what's going on in Indian country and being of service to the youth and, and inspiring the youth that, like, I worked my ass off, bro. There was no social media when we first came up. We're from the 90s. Black IP started in 1995. Yeah. There was no cell phones. There was no social media. It was all about word of mouth, passing out flyers, performing at, you know, East LA College or performing at, at um, events where I was performing with people like Quinto Sol and Ozo Motley and, you know, uh, so you're going uh, back Olmeca to like, and all these amazing. You're going what? back to Peace and Justice days, right? Peace and Justice, remember the... Yeah, the, Peace and Justice. Yeah, exactly. The Peace and Justice Center and, and uh, absolutely. you know, those, those were the SIPA Center. Those are the days where we just had to spread the word of like, hey, we're, we're a group from L.A. We represent three different nationalities. Apple's a Filipino from the Philippines. Will I am from East L.A. We call him the Black Chicken because he grew up in a, in, a, in a barrio and he was the only African-American uh, uh, family there. It was all... Mexicanos, mm-hmm. and uh, you know me being native and Mexican, we always try to implement the the oneness. How we can uh, inspire the world uh, to come together, and not in the kumbaya way, but just like in a in a way where we use music and we use art as our frequency to be able to to tap into to the hearts of many. And we're still doing it to this day, even with this new record we did with Shakira that just came out two days ago. You know, absolutely. I mean, when. When I, when I heard the song and I saw it, I was like, man, this brother's showing mad, mad love. Like, the, the, the press and the, the demand for you is going to be so great. And I'm, and I'm so happy that, because it's genuine. What you're telling me, I feel it. You know, I, I try to be no filter, man. I, if you're talking to me, it's coming straight to my YOLO, my heart. You know, it's coming straight to the place of my origin, right? And I hear you talking and, and you have yeah. this mega hit. And then I hear you talk about your activism side of it. Maybe not even activism. Maybe it's just you being you. Like, I'm going to represent me no matter what. That's not an activism. That's not an act of activism. That's just a person expressing himself to his fullest. Well, that's a direct reflection. That's a direct reflection of my grandmother's influence on me. You know, my grandfather and grandmother was my inspiration, my big inspiration. When people were inspired by Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Kobe and and Bruce Lee and, and Billy Jack, I was inspired by my grandmother. Nice. My grandmother was the strongest warrior in my life. Oh. She was the matriarch. Oh. She was the one that set the tone for, for our tribe that let us know like, hey, 
no matter what, no matter what obstacle, whether it be addiction, whether it be cancer, you can overcome it and you can, you know, be a beacon of light for others that need that hope. Well, you know, I want to say did someone like you with your spirit and your fire and your ability to reach the masses, man, the creator put a big test in front of you and you passed it with flying colors because look at you now, man, you're, you're on the global stage and in this in a time that's so much needed to be at least grounded to your origin and that's what you're doing bro just with your dressing up in the video right or wearing that ring or you know representing native culture to the fullest i guess i would say you know so man big ups to you brother and just you know i guess i wanted to ask too like back in the day when you were starting you know because now you're at a level that's like massive right like do you recall going back to those days and knowing how much hard work it caused, you know, how much it, it, hard work it was for you to reach these levels? Because it's kind of like my grandfather. He came to this into the United States in the, in the 30s. Right. But I mean, the stories were that he had to work 15 times harder. Imagine for you, an artist trying to break into an industry. Talk a little bit about how hard it is to do that. Right. And then to get there yeah, so and, and still have something to say. Right. Yes, sir. So, um, my journey, um, started at five years old with my grandmother in the living room and she would say from Los Angeles, California, give it up for Jimmy Gomez. No. And I would be performing in her living room, wow. in her living room with one person, just her sitting in her, in her chair and the, the, the smile and the joy that me dancing in the living room or performing in her living room, let me that if I could make her happy with comments and, and me, you know, bringing joy to her maybe i could do that for thousands of people or hundreds of people and that was that spark i didn't know what my my journey was going to be i just knew my grandmother gave me that spark in her living room and and it was like it was magical dude and i knew from that point on that if i practice and i'm saying practice not like ellen iverson said practice <laughs> i'm saying practice like three hours a day over ten thousand hours Wow. in my whole career so that I can master my style. So it started with b-boying, breaking. It started with freestyle dancing, being inspired by people like Crazy Lake from Rocksteady, nice. being inspired by people like Boogaloo Shrimp from, from the West Coast and Popping Taco and, and Popping Pete, the Boogaloos, you know, being inspired by, by freestyle dancers like Chameleon from the Scheme Team, uh, Brand Deck, the Soul Brothers with Def Jeff, to the mop tops from the east coast to big daddy kane dancers uh scuba and scrap you know i just embodied all these different styles so that i could you know be inspired in, and this was in the in the late 80s early 90s wow. um and uh i just started practicing man practicing three hours a day and at that time there was no soundcloud there was no instagram or youtube so we could upload videos or you know put put our songs up <laughs> It was all about like word of mouth and, and going to places like the mall, Montebello Mall to battle other crews or going to West Vina Mall to battle, battle other crews, going to the Glendale Galleria battle. It was all about battle. Wow. And it was like, I want to be the dopest. I want to be the dopest representative from San Diego Valley because I lived in Rosemead and I just want to put it down for, for people that look like me, right. you know, whether, whether, um, whether it was like battling other other nationalities or other crews, I didn't care. I just wanted to put my 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 flag down as like, yo, here's Taboo Washa, native Mexican kid that's about to rock and, and just 
represent, right? And I always wore Indian country on my sleeve. And uh, that was because my grandmother lit that fire. Yeah. She brought that uh, sacred circle. She brought the sacred fire in my heart. So, you know, that being said, it led me to meeting Will I Am and Apple um, in a in a circle, actually, in a, in a, in a cipher mm-hmm. in 1992 at a club called Ballistics. And Will I Am was, was rocking the microphone just like, you know, Eminem did in, in 8 Mile. Will was w- winning these uh, b- battles. And I was, you know, dancing in the circle and I met Apple the App. And we became a crew called Grassroots. Mm. Will I Am and Apple got signed to, to Ruthless Records with EVE with my boy Mookie. Uh, so there was three three MCs. There was Will I Am, known as Will One X, Apple the App, and Mookie, aka uh, the Grand Troops. And they were called Aban Clan, a tribe beyond a nation. And I was part of the crew. I was part of the family, right? I, I didn't really rap as much. I was just into dancing and battling as a dancer. And, um, Fast forward to 1995, I started, you know, picking up, picking up the mic like in 1993, and uh, Will I Am and, and and Apple got off the ruthless records because Easy passed away, and so um, they had to start a new thing. And my brother Mook was like, "Yo, I'm I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm not gonna rock with with Will and Apple. We're just gonna be friends." So Mook went his own way. Will I Am's like, "Yo, we're gonna start this new thing. Tab, you wanna rock with us?" I said, "Sure." And we became Black Eyed Peas in 1995. But it was always destiny for me, dude. I always knew that I was going to do something that would inspire because my grandmother inspired me. And when someone in your life is so influential that they pass that light, they they pass that that fire to you, you just want to reciprocate it and you want to be of service with it. You know, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. Um, then that my grandmother taught me is like, okay, once you make it or you, you get a platform, you better give back. And so that's what I did with, uh, with what I'm doing now with all the, the, the work that I'm doing in Indian country is trying to, trying to be that beacon, bro. Trying to, you know, motivate MCs and, and, and writers and producers from Indian country, um, animators, illustrators, what I'm doing with, with my indigenous voices at Marvel. So I'm just trying to give back, brother. Absolutely. I mean, talk a little bit about the, the, the comic book um, with Marvel and what I thought, you know, I listened to the podcast, you know, it was a, it was a great podcast and, and knowing how to walk the fine line of not disrespecting something and but still interjecting it and making it shine enough so that an, a, a young native will be like, wow, I'm, I'm damn, that's dope. You know, let me you know what? Someone told me I was native. So let me research that. But yeah, talk a little bit about your collaboration with Marvel and Marvel and um and, and that comic book, bro. Yeah, so um, I got inspired by Black Panther and uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, the fact that representation for those communities spoke to other communities, and it wasn't just a, you know, it wasn't just a black superhero. It was just a superhero that embodied, you know, motivation and inspiration. And then you had Crazy Rich Asians, even if you didn't rock with it, it just put a it put a dent in something different other than what we're used to. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw those movies, I said to myself, man, I want to be part of the journey of creating a native or a Mexican hero that can be on the big screen one day. Wow. And so I started working on my partnership with Marvel Comics because that was my way in. You know, so I, I met a couple of the cats. Uh, from Marvel 
uh, at Comic-Con. I'm a big nerd, dude. I'm a toy collector. I love GT performance, BMX bikes. Um, you know, I love Comic-Con. I love that whole uh, vibe, comic books and, and all that, movies, uh-huh. toys. So that was just a place where I just kind of nerded out and just enjoyed my time going there. And I actually met people from Marvel, built a relationship with them. And, uh, you know, I got my first opportunity with CB, who's the chief editor, and Tom Brever to do this thing called Marvel 1000. And I chose Red Wolf as my muse. Nice. And Red Wolf was one of the, the, the unsung heroes for Marvel, Native American uh, hero that was, you know, misrepresented, a little bit appropriated and very stereotypical and, and uh, done in a way where it wasn't from a Native lens or a modern tale. It was very you know, old school with regalia and, 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 um, and war pain and stuff that, you know, although that's what the westernized, uh, television has shown you, I wanted to say like, not everybody rocks like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. You have your powwow dances and, 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 you know, events and gatherings where you see that, but people on the res aren't rocking that urban natives aren't rocking that. So let's tell a different scale, a story. So we did Red Wolf, the muse was, was Red Wolf, and, and I did Marvel 1000, that was my first introduction. And then I got a call from Jake Thomas, who's my chief editor for Werewolf by Night, and he said, yo, I love what you did with Red Wolf, we want to incorporate Red Wolf in this new thing, um, and we want to take an old comic, Werewolf by Night, that was done in the 70s and revamp it, but we want to do it through your lens, which is a native lens, and I said, sure. And, and uh, I basically they said, you, you can do what you want, however you want to tell the story. So I started pulling from my own personal experience. I made my lead character, Jake Gomez. Basically, that's my name. Instead of being Jake, I'm Jimmy. Right. Um, I made it <laughs> Jake Gomez. I made him uh, um, half Hopi and half Mexican because I'm, uh, I'm that. Nice. That's who I am. And then I put my grandmother, if, you, if you've seen the comic book, mother's in it because that's uh jake's biggest inspiration and, and his motivation in the comic um i also added my daughter jet juliana she's rocking with red wolf and i just pulled from my own personal story so that we can make it a modern tale and still tapping into tra- traditional ceremony and traditional ways because of red wolf that red wolf kind of brings it all home with with his mentorship for jake because jake is an urban kid from the city he goes to live with his grandmother on the on the red and one of the things that i wanted to stay away from was romanticizing or romance yeah romanticizing the werewolf because they did that with with twilight where it's like oh native werewolf oh my god native americans the werewolf let's do that so respectfully i didn't want to do that um I made it more about a journey, uh, about this this, uh, this young kid coming to grips with being a teenager, dealing with him being a, a, a werewolf, more like the Incredible Hulk, where um, his best friend Molly is able to, to temper his his uh, the, when he changes to the music, mm-hmm. um, and and also like having a foundation where it's like a modern day tale. Um, I incorporated do- the Island of Doctor Moreau type of inspiration and also the fugitive type of inspiration to make it a little bit more um, movie-like because I see this, dude, I see this as being a movie. Potentially, if it's not this book, it'll be the next one that I do. That that would be that would be amazing to put it on the big screen and to put people 
um, or to, to share your life experiences and, you know, tell the backstory of all of what inspires you, because that's what you do in the press run anyways. It's like, how did you do it? Right. Yeah. And, 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 and also what I did was I, I got, um, I got consultation from a Hopi relative that lives on a Hopi red so that I, I get it right. And I, you know, even though I was born in LA, I don't want to pretend like I know everything. I don't, I'm not the all knowing native kid. I, I don't ever do that. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to misrepresent. So I, follow protocol respectfully i understand that there's landmines in indian country that we have to follow and and i don't ever want to be the guy that ever called out for appropriating or misrepresenting because that's not my duty my duty is just to be a voice not to act like i'm leading because i'm not i'm just a voice like i said earlier and uh this is just my direct reflection of of wanting to be uh, a storyteller and make it inclusive for everybody bro this is not a native story this is a story about multiculturalism because there's all these different characters that are from different backgrounds it's it's monsters it's villains it's heart it's family it's a connection with a grandmother it's all that that represents my childhood because i love you know horror flicks too i love like freddy krueger and, and clive barker movies and you know all this stuff growing up and i just wanted to incorporate that even kooky movies like teen wolf and and back to the future that that i was fascinated by science fiction and 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 action films so i want to incorporate all that stuff even wrestling dude there's like a wrestling scene in the the, the third book because i'm a big uh, wwf fan from the 80s like hulk hogan and ricky steamboat and no you know jimmy superfly snooker yeah dude like i'm a nerd so i want to incorporate that because i know that that there's a lot of nerds like us in any country that would really represent respect that but also people from around the world that that want to learn about you know inclusive inclusivity to different nationalities and cultures and 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 uh cultural exchange that's 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 the key is to know that you're not like you said that i like everything you're saying in the sense that you're taking a position that my art is what I lead with, right? My talent, it opens doors for me. It's not my ego. It's not, I represent all these people right here. It's more like done in a humble way because it was inspired by your grandmother, right? The love that she had. She yeah. awoken that dancer in you, right? That dancer that just dances all over the globe, reminding people that natives are still here. So I just personally want to thank you for that, you know, because out of everyone in the Black Eyed Peas, it's very simple to not do that. You know what I mean? And to be at the statue that you're at, because yes, you're a global star now at this point, you know? And so to be in the dude, global... Dude, I'm just, I'm just, Jamie, dude, honestly, let's keep it 100. I'm Jamie's husband and I'm, I'm Jet, Journey, Josh, and Jalen's dad, bro. Let's yeah, keep it 100. That's, 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 that's better. You that's know? three out. But you know, you I... You know, let's, let's, let's just be honest, bro. I, 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 I respect, I'm a musician myself, you know, I'm not, I didn't reach the levels that you did, but I, I know what it's like. I know how hard it is to do that. And and I guess maybe it's just the musician in me paying respects to, I guess, maybe in 20 years, the Miles Davis of something, right? Because that's what you do with art. You leave an imprint that lasts forever, right? However long you can make it last, like Miles Davis and the great, the greats that came before, you know, in music history. And I think you guys have been there long enough. And I think that's the road that you guys are being led on, right? You know, you're and, and on a global scale with, with technology being what it is, you know, and, and being able to share things so quickly. 
I mean, when you have something to say, you could say it very quickly now. And so, um, yeah, it's not so much that, that, that it's, um, you know, you know, we're not trying to, to fake anything because reaching that type of level of success in a humble way and the way you just described it, man, big ups to your, to your grandmother for doing that, for doing that for us. Thank you, brother. Because it resulted in Thank a you, very man. humble brother. <laughs> Look at you, man. You're, yeah. you're, you're well, spending, that, 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 you're spending that's time That's what I want to present to the world. It's like, you know, I'm not trying to leave a catalog of music behind. I want to leave a legacy for my kids to be inspired by. But I always mm. say the road to success is always under construction. And we are the architects and the builders of that path. You know what oh. I'm saying? So if we're if we're always trying to work and and chase a career and we forget about the things that are most valuable like family and and love and and the true meaning of life which for me is being a, a family man like I cannot survive without my wife and my kids bro I beat cancer because of my grandmother because of my wife because of my kids my family my friends and creator was like, your job's not done. Yeah. Your job is not done. Absolutely. You got more fighting. And now you're going to go into becoming a voice for uh, Indian country. And that's, that's something that I never before, prior to me having cancer, you know, I, I was not really understanding the responsibility or the role of being a voice. Right. You know, not until recently have you started hearing me about started hearing about things that I'm doing to really make a change mm. because before I had cancer it was all about me it was mm. all about my ego mm. what I can do for me mm. because we get caught up in ourselves sometimes and sometimes you get a reality check like for me it was battling cancer to say I surrender I humble myself I no longer want it to be about me I want it to be about we and us and how can I be of service? Because that's what's important. That's the that's the warrior my grandmother wanted me to be. Hey. Not the guy oh. that's caught up in ego and caught up in, 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 in self-grandizing and celebrity and fame. Because, you know, a lot of times my own battle was was, uh, was in my mind and in my heart. So it was like my, my worst enemy was my my biggest inner me. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's like the the idea of being able to surrender and um unfortunately i had to go through chemotherapy but yet i was um offsetting the westernized medication with holistic and you know ceremony and trying to balance uh my my uh, traditional ways with westernized medicine and it helped you know because i had a balance mm -hmm. and so that being said I, I i became a champion for survivorship mm. because that's that's what I want people to know is like we always complain about the smallest things and like money and 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 my job and career and then when you battle with something as horrible as cancer and mortality all that shit goes out the war out the window bro like I didn't care about black IPs when I was on that bed doing chemotherapy I didn't care about money or success or fame or how many records I sold it was about survival and I'm just glad creator gave me another chance and I'm blessed to be on the show speaking my testimony and speaking from the heart. This is not a bullshit uh, ploy to try to gain people respect or to get likes or to get, you know, people to follow me. It's like, no, I don't want that. I just want you to know that I'm speaking from the heart and I will always give you my truth 100%.
Oh, Before you tell me what's wrong with me, let me tell you what's wrong with me. And this is exactly why we created this show, right, Zero? Absolutely. I mean, everything that Taboo says has a, a root in um, Mexica or Native culture. Like when he said that he had to, de when, when you said that you had to defeat your, your own self, right? Because prior to this, it was more about yourself, right? That's when, that's what we call, you know, facing the Tezcalipoca, facing your smoky mirror. Because only you know yeah. what you're doing. Only you know what lines you're crossing. Someone can point them out at you, but you can ignore them, right? And it, it's up to you. It's almost like when I got into fasting, you know, when I, because every year I fast for five days. No one knows that you're fasting. The only person responsible to the fast is you. So if you cheat, if you eat something, if you can't hang, then you're only lying to yourself. And for you to come yeah. to realization of that and still achieve the platform that the creator and your grandmother gifted to you, I mean. Your grandmother alone, you know. Hi, everybody. I think, hi, Taboo. This is Jenny, um, Zero's partner. And everything that you just mentioned right now is exactly on point to exactly what kind of the way we want to raise our family, you know and walking yep. and yep. walking in the path of love you know so as soon as i heard your grandmother's story you know i'm a traditional birth worker i'm a traditional partera bringing new life into this world and i think that's our number one medicine in our, in our cultura our number one medicine is love and it's yep. very hard to connect with that because a lot of us didn't grow up with our grandmothers so we come from, you know, East LA as well to Chicana, raised in everything. And there's a lot of people that are lost with that because they didn't have that grandmother's love, you know, but the simplicity of, of that understanding of what the grandmother love represents and that grandmother love represents is love with no judgment, you know, yep. like you mentioned, and you shared yep. that five-year-old story, you know, grandmother's love sees you and tells you that you're going to be amazing, that you're a king with the crown and that you're going to be a rock star, you know, grandmother's love ignites that fire. And sometimes even the people that don't have that, there's other forms of igniting that fire, you know, but I just want to acknowledge yep. your grandmother. That was a beautiful, beautiful story. And, and that story, I appreciate and that ins that story inspired me and my partner to one day be those grandparents, right? Mm -hmm. To one day exactly. to, to exactly. know. Exactly. We, we have four, four boys, you know, four yeah. boys and a daughter and a stepdaughter, daughter. So we're raising five children and that's exactly what, what we want to be. We want to be that grandmother and, the, and that grandfather as well. Right, Ruben? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, your stories are inspiring, sure. brother, because yeah, like I said, you know, not all of us have. We've been displaced in a way that's just, you know, we'll get to it, you know, root by root. This is not an overnight, mm -hmm. you know, you know, solving it, you know, but that in that story of your grandmother, you know, when you were saying, you know, here comes Jimmy. And then, you know, I could just yep. picture her and, <laughs> so and beautiful. I do it to my children. When I, when I would teach them how to walk, I'd be like, what, you know how to walk? What I, you, yeah. what are you, yeah. are you crazy? What you're showing me you could walk. And my little boy would just try his best to stumble up and walk. And it was kind of reminded me of, interjecting that type of love and i'm glad that you come from a family like yeah, that that was very beautiful it's, it, yeah. come yeah. on taboo let's, well, let's face it, it people in your position they don't all live like you and you're sharing a lot brother you're sharing important things to you and it's showing us that not everybody's the same in that regard right yeah man you know i, I got so much other you know people only see one side it's like nah but what about this other side that that has the heart 
and the reason and the, the engine of why I got to where I'm at. Because, you know, if it wasn't for the work ethic and the 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 luck and the guidance, because I, I feel like I was very lucky to have my grandmother. Yeah. I was a very fortunate kid to have that, that, mm. that support system. So, you know, that, that a blessing, um, I carry that to this day and I'm very present and available in my kids' lives. And every day I, I try to be, um, you know, make sure that I, I teach, but I listen and I learn from them as well. Because a lot of times we, as parents, we want to, we don't want to always, you know, carry that adult perspective but then it's like wait a minute i want to listen to your feelings why are you feeling that mm-hmm. let me ask the questions instead of like looking down at you why don't we look at each other as equals even though we're mm-hmm. different age even though i'm your father yeah. i want to learn from you because they have feelings too they have stories that they want to share too and a lot of times we didn't have that growing up we would be looked at because we were younger and we were the kids like the parent knows everything and the kid doesn't know anything mm-hmm. so i don't do that my grandmother share that same philosophy of like let's let's conversate let's communicate i'll support nurture love and appreciate you know and i get it man as parents sometimes it's it's difficult it's hard it's stressful um it's overwhelming um but but the one thing that i'm learning is is patience understanding um and that comes with having an amazing uh partner like my wife I owe everything to her. She is my balance. She's my rock. And she kept me fighting on when I was battling cancer. And, and her strength gave me strength to continue on. And, and I always talk about matriarchs. She's the matriarch of my family, along with my daughter. You know, there's like, a, uh, I don't always, um, I don't always want to just talk. I always, I like to listen and absorb. And that's something that I've learned is patience and understanding. Yeah, I mean, I guess facing the adversity that the you had to be patient to heal, right? Because you went through a, an ordeal that most of us would, you know, sometimes collapse, right? But your patience to get through that tough time and 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 have the message you have again, brother, like just keep it going. Whatever um, little noise we can make on our side for you, and um, and really appreciate your time. I appreciate. It. I know you got to go, and you're busy, and and sure. thank you, thank you yep. so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for, of course, being a part of our community, brother. And and and, and you're a true of inspiration, course. Taboo, to all the indigenous hip hop artists that Zero surrounds himself with. You know, like Zero for me, he's a you know indigenous hip hop so legend. You know what I'm saying? Dude. I got, I got, I got so much love for for the indigenous representation in hip hop culture, and you know, I I was blessed to to rock with, you know, people like Superman and Dreezus and, and MC1 and, and uh, Seven Naima's sister uh, from from uh, Florida. So there's always been this this amazing bridge between Indian country and and I did that with Mike Seven with Song um, and, and now I'm doing that with Jeffrey Varegi at Marvel with, with Indigenous Voices. And, you know, I, I like to um, commend and salute brothers like, I know you're having Azo, Azo Mali. Um, yeah, Azo. Is that yeah. how you put yeah. yeah. Azo, yeah, Azo. Uh, mangoes, as I call them, mangoes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mangoes. He's amazing, bro. He, he, he's dope. He's an East Coast kid, but, you know, he's in Dijana all day, and, and I really respect that kid. I just hit him up and told him I'm going to be on, on the show, and he was like, yeah, man, those, those are good brothers, so... 
uh, I just want to say thank you guys for the platform, the voice, um, and the ability to just share. Um, you know, with that, I, I want to say thank you again and, and have a wonderful day. Absolutely, thank taboo. you, Taboo. Thank that you so was much, Taboo brother. of the Black Eyed Peas people. Taboo, Tlaso Kamali, brother. Thank you. Well, that was an interesting wow. conversation. That, that was, was beautiful. That was super cool, man. I, I didn't get a chance to, to share my Taboo story. It was um, one where I, I saw him at the Montebello Mall just before they did the big album, and he was like rifling through like Guayaveras. Right. And he's like, you know, and he's and I go, man, that guy has like massive native turquoise on big old rings. I go, that has to be somebody. And he turns up and he's all, oh, what up? My name's Taboo, Black Eyed Peas. And he's like, shakes her hand. And he pays for his shirts and bounces. And I was like, I mean, he's been around. He knows my brother, Votan, who who's in Surgentes and does a lot of work with Black Eyed Peas, because the last time I saw Votan, he mentioned them. But man, what a what a personality, brother! What like what an amazing individual and 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 you know what he just strength. I can admit right now, you know all the the little theories or um, ways I thought he he was he completely shifted that for me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, exactly. you formulate all, all the stereotypes right I away. formulated for myself. Yeah, he mm-hmm. absolutely crushed them. Yes, yeah. he did. You know, and that I mean, was amazing because he started it out like that. You know, it's like. I think we all have a, a, you know, a view or an image of famous people, you know, it's like, oh, who is this person native representing, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think he came into the interview really breaking down and laying down his story, you know, and really, and really, again, honoring the woman nation, you know, it's like the the balance of life with everything, even this podcast, you know, that new comic book character from now I know that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a story. And in the podcast that I listened to about it, you know, with Marvel, he said that it was based on characters in his life and and all that stuff. So big ups to a global superstar who just dropped a hit single and um, sharing some time with us on here on LA Natives. I mean, and sharing a story of inspiration, a story rooted in his grandmother. Straight to the grandmother. Somebody who love. just awoken the warrior dancer inside of him, and and now he's you know, gets to do that all over the globe. Bro, the, min- the, min- the minute he mentioned Boyle Heights, I looked right at your shirt. Well, you know, I grew up here. This is where I grew up, you know, Boyle Heights. So it's cool to have, like, someone of native descent from Los Angeles, you know, and now he's the global voice of it. Like, he, he didn't grow up in a reservation. Usually you would say, oh, this guy grew up in a reservation, he's very articulate, and he represents native people. But to have Taboo represent on a global scale and 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 do it with that story being the forefront of of why he does it and how much he grinds because come on armando you you produce independent hip-hop artists i'm an independent hip-hop artist i know how hard it is to get how hard is it to get to the platform that he's on you heard his story he he came from the bottom of the underground hip-hop scene yeah Passing Grinding, out flyers, passing out flyers, battling going out to shows, up. battling MCs, battling his way up, literally in malls. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, dude, this dude has a history that's really cool, and I hope one day we get to see the documentary of Taboo because, I mean, to fight cancer and beat it, and and to still have a warrior spirit after that, and and still be committed to our people in the way he is. What can you say about a brother like that? But much love and respect. 
you know and for everyone tuning in just make sure you guys subscribe or follow our twitch page um we got way more absolutely great interviews on the way with yeah. zero and we just got some amazing guests i'm super excited right yeah like alley natives turned out to be something that was surprising right armando when we did it it's like we're gonna put you we're gonna put you on the camera zero and you're gonna talk and we're gonna get guests and it was like okay but like who's gonna get the guests how are we gonna get the guests and then here we go we put you know and and, and like you said we hit a grand slam yeah like the first one the first pitch it was like it wasn't even well because he knows what this pitch. podcast is about right yes I, I mean, I'm glad that I'm able to articulate the message behind it because it's not about, um, you know, representing. It has to be represented a certain way, you know, and I'm glad that Taboo shared the story of his grandmother because we need many, many, many more stories of that. And, you know, I was just like a kid in a candy shop. You know, I was just letting the elders speak. Yeah, bro. I'm saying you, yeah. you and Taboo, you guys are true elders in the indigenous hip hop game and with the whole movement. I appreciate that, you know, and, and our message and, and, and whatever we can reach is for everyone who watches, everyone who comes on right here and, and says a comment and, and, uh, and follows us on Instagram and takes the time to, to, you have to make an account on Twitch, right, to listen and stuff. So those are steps that people don't want to do anymore. They just want to hit a button and let me see it. But those of you that did do that, I mean, we have some gifts for you. We have some plans you so just continue to follow us continue to watch us every sunday tell your friends tell your family members because i think we're about to disseminate a bunch of information to indian country right and what i took from this is when he shouted out the homie Azomali. Azomali, yes. Man, that's just like showing mad love to an independent artist like him. And when do we have him coming on, Armando? Next week. Next. Oh, week. so he's next week. Yeah. Azo. Next week. Man, when I met that brother, I mean, it was dope. He 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 has a certain style of writing his rhymes, and I want him to talk about it when he gets on the podcast. But for him to be already, you know, rubbing elbows with Taboo, and to have Taboo mention him, yeah. This well, is what the podcast is about. And but for Taboo giving us the green light and the stamp of approval, it just it's only motivating us to do better. Like we have to, you know, hold down this fort here. Yeah. <laughs> LA natives and, and truly represent. Absolutely. And we need you guys community. So share this page, subscribe to um, Twitch LA, LA natives, you know. Yeah, we, we need your support. We need you. We need you to come on and tell people that there's a show that's going to represent them and represent their issues in whichever way we can, you know, and, and being humble and, and not being distorted about it. Right. Cause like you said, like we did have here, did, did he clear some things up with you zero? Like, you know, you were coming. <laughs> I was just about to address that. I was like, you know, like some of the stuff let's be honest. I'm not, morning. <laughs> no, I got, I got, I, I mean, obviously you have this picture, right. Of an individual, right. And you try to, you're battling your own self. That's what I was talking about. Like battle your own self. This is not about, um, judgment or anything like that not that i judged him at all because you know there's certain things that 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 i wouldn't cross as an artist but that's not my role to do that right but i cleared up a billion things about a brother who his root inspiration is his grandmother that's me 
my grandmother, without my grandmother's love, I wouldn't have been able to do the things that I've done. You know, struggle, go through the the hurdles of becoming a solid father, person, part partner, and 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 my goal is to be a good grandfather, so I can have those stories. Mm-hmm. You know, that taboo has, right? We have to at one point. Enough is enough with the dysfunction. Enough is enough with the the capitalism goal, right? The one that that's gonna go. Oh well, look, that's my Mercedes, and that's my five bedroom house, and enough. Just let's concentrate as a community on building a strong family. And the one thing he talked about that was his rock, right, was his wife and his children. That's that's not something that another person of his stature would say. It would be my career. I'm grinding. Uh, la 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 la. And he, you could see he could easily have talked about his hit single, but started talking about his roots, mm-hmm. right? And and was able to do that on our platform. Because mm-hmm. and we allowed him to get it from the heart. You know what I'm saying? Like he, yeah. everything he said was just like very deep. Yeah. And he he knew the type of platform he's on. Absolutely. And he didn't hold back. And he, he didn't came hold very, back. Therefore, he came very humbling way. Yeah, very he humbling. didn't hold back at all. He, he, you know, he uh, to what the ability of his knowledge is, you know, in terms right. of the struggle of native people. And check and, out the new single. It's with Shakira, right? Right. Want to put it on, Armando? No, unfortunately, we can't because of copyright infringement oh, situations, wow. and you know, but it's out there. It's the number one single in the world. I'm sure it's being played on every radio station in the world right now. What is it called? A girl like that, isn't it called that? Yeah, yeah, a girl like that. I, dude, I didn't memorize the name of it, so please don't judge Abu, because you're a global star. You know what I mean? You you got your thing going on, and I want to thank you again, bro. You you really showed mad mad love to our podcast and girl like me. There you go, girl like me. So, By Black Eyed Peas. And you know the community who is out there. If you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, I mean, now's the time I think to kind of engage them and that and so we do we have anything coming in um not so much as far as questions we had a few questions um, or comments by, by richie but then taboo answered them right away um do we have a facebook account is there a facebook account? not yet we're um focusing on instagram okay and so, our twitch pa- our twitch spotify and youtube so instagram twitch spotify and youtube so those of you that stream this, you know, Twitch and Spotify. Spotify is our streaming service. And then, of course, we want everyone to hone in on our live segments here at LA Natives every Sundays. And then for any archives, just go on YouTube. There you go. And that's the way you get to hear LA Natives. And there's and, been... A- and, and Zero, keep in mind, when you type in LA Natives on any search engine, we come up. Nice. So- there you go. You so guys all heard that. You right? can't you you can't miss it. So please tell your family. We're trying to create um, a platform for indigenous, all indigenous, all indigenous. Because sometimes you know th- that's what I wanted to ask Taboo. I wanted to ask him like, being half Mexican and half Hopi. Sometimes people on the reservation don't acknowledge Mexican people as being indigenous. Are we right? on Twitter? Not yet, huh? Not yet. We're not on Twitter. Not yet. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's a struggle. I mean, I, I wanted to ask him, like, 
in the reservation, sometimes people of like Hopi or Navajo or Diné or whatever, they don't recognize um, Mexicans being native, mm-hmm. right? How do you struggle with that being half Mexican, you know, and you're Hopi? Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, it's not a racism thing. It's more like you guys don't have enough lineage or proof. You know what I mean? To prove that you are this native indigenous individuals. And that's why I think how we label ourselves is very important, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, you know, we'll get into that more as we get along the podcast, because I don't want to throw everything out there in one show. There's a lot of topics and issues. And right now we're just happy that Taboo came through and, and gave us a great interview, a great insight of his inspiration and what he wants to work on, you know, and obviously he's was answering every single question I had in my head. He was just going on and on about it. You know what I mean? About what I was going to ask him, he was already doing, you know, and he led himself to that, that place. So, and shout out to L40 water. Mm-hmm. He's tuning in with us on Twitch. Uh, Ori 83 mm-hmm. tuning in with us. And this is what we're all about. You know, every week we're going to have someone very interesting on our show. Yeah. We're fully booked for December and January. Sweet. Every Sunday at 4 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. That's our goal. 4 p.m. So follow our page on Instagram and stream us on Spotify and um, shoot us a question or two here. We got, yeah, definitely. We got some, some of um, the stream chat is, is really active right now. So Ori83, she had mentioned about um, that was a good one. My goal is to bring traditions back within my own children that have been lost in my family, unfortunately, you know. Um, I'm all of those just for this podcast and somebody had mentioned, you know, they are definitely one of those natives. Yes. I'm one of those natives. It is a struggle, you know, one of those natives. And that's, that's, that's the tough part when you don't tattoos. Our history has been colonized. We just gotta bring it back just like you are already, you know, we're grateful for you guys' comments. I guess what I would say to that is that, you know, be patient with yourself. Just because we we get we go through this metamorphosis of maybe not knowing um, our native history or lineage, and we beat ourselves up about it like it's our fault. It's our fault that we don't know, or it's our mother's fault that she don't know, or our grandmother's fault that they don't know. And the truth is, the real course of history was a, a displacement and genocide of indigenous people. So there's no surprise that you don't know. There's no surprise that you don't have every single bit of knowledge to pass on to your children. But do the best that you can. Read each book that you need to read. Get a documentary. I mean, the resources are out there. It's just how far are you going to take it? And then as you do the research, say a prayer to yourself. The creator and the ancestors... They hear that prayer. That prayer is taken serious. They can't cut that connection that was given to us by our abuelos. They can fog it. They could put a a fog or a wall or a fence or something to distract you from it, but they cannot keep it from you. It's not, they don't have that much power. They don't have the power to take away everything from you, like everything, right? Because our lineage lives in our blood. That message gets passed on through our women and our children 
that are that are being bored by our women. They ha they carry a message, an encoding, a struggle. So, you know, take your time with everything. Be patient with yourself. When you feel frustrated that you don't know and it's a struggle, then burn some sage. That's what it's for. Mm. Right? My partner always reminds me when we start getting into it, it's like, burn some sage, man. You, you know, you need to really ground yourself. You know, burn your medicine. Burn your medicine. As long as you know that you're burning medicine, you're good. If you don't know about medicine, say the prayer in your heart and medicine will come to you. That's how we roll in the native world. Everything, we had everything at our fingertips. Will, the will, was given to us when we were born. It's called the heartbeat. So keep going. The red road is long. And take your time and enjoy the path. Because you'll have some really great, great moments on this path. You'll have amazing connections with your partner and your children. It's time. Now's the time. The prophecies of Coctemoc and all native prophecies of 2012 and beyond. We're in the new cycle. It is our responsibility to lead our children and our friends and not in a evangelical way, not in a, a, a aggressive way, but by just being yourself. By believing in who you are and, and where you come from. I have this feeling that I'm from this place. So follow it. El Camino Rojo. The red path. The heart. The, if, you, if you picture your heart and it's pumping blood, that blood is red and has so many paths to get to where it needs to get to in your body. Follow that path. It's a complex path. You won't figure it out. It'll take you lifetimes to get there. Uh, Brandel Tattoos, do you have any good books you can recommend for them? Yes. Um, Secrets of the Mayan Science and Religion by Humbats Min. Secrets of the Mayan Science and Religion by Humbats Min. I recommend that book. I also recommend The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz as a foundation to philosophy. And we'll keep it there for now because we got how many shows planned? Like what? A billion? <laughs> so I'm happy, bro. I'm happy with the community. I'm happy with the community. I'm happy that I have my partner next to me and that we're building this together and, and with alongside our great, our new friend, our brother, Armando and the hip hop blog. We we got uh, Azomali on the thirteenth. Nice. Mike Bone Music on the twentieth. It's Cali Marie on the twenty seventh. Uh, we got X on the third. X is dope. That was I'm the excited. kid that I was talking to you about. Yeah, I, I'm excited about that interview because that that brother went up to the UN and wrote an amazing amazing most intellectual piece that i've heard in a long time and it came from the perspective of indigenous children i think yeah it was on the behalf of well he was just talking about generational stuff like how oil people are screwing up the earth and fracking you know messes up the earth and all that stuff but to do it at 13 
That guy's dope. So I can't wait to interview that brother. And then we got Quentin Condo on the 10th of January. JB, the first lady. I checked her out. She's a dope MC. Nice. Um, that's going to be on the 17th of January. And then we got Olmeca on the 24th of January. Nice. nice. Finally, Olmeca. Shout outs to Olmeca. He has a video out. Please go follow Olmeca Music and but check yes, out his video. Um, one thing that you pointed out that the booking just became overnight. Zero. There's no platform for us. It doesn't surprise me, Armando. It doesn't surprise me that we don't have a major, a major, major platform. Because if every indigenous tribe were to consider themselves, let's say, indigenous, right? Then, then we would hold majorities in a lot of places, and we can hold people accountable. And so, to distract us from from that is, and, is and key. we're all new to this. Am I right, Zero? And for any uh, viewers out there that know of other podcasts that are kind of similar to ours, make sure you send us their links so we could promote them as well. Absolutely. This is a community. This is not a competition. This is, um, it's, it, it's not sponsored by any corporation or any of that kind of stuff. So we're free to say whatever we want and have every opinion that we need to have on behalf of our people, but we're not going to cause friction and be a beef kind of thing. That's not, don't expect that we're community. So please share those podcasts. Please share the post. If you feel like there's a native issue somewhere, please let it run through LA natives. And for anyone that wants to get in contact with us, it's as simple as just DMing us on Instagram. Okay, perfect. So they're emailing us at <laughs> LA natives podcast at Gmail. Perfect. I mean, the, the lines of communication are open now. I mean, we're official dude. Three yeah. shows taboo. Two months booked. It's on. Now it's time to share the information. And, yeah, just uh, like a shout out to L40 Water. Yes. Um, he or she mentioned, man, I feel so blessed to find this podcast. And this is what we're all about. And that's what motivates us. Absolutely. I mean, if we can say something that that that, that you look forward to hearing next week and and it gave you a little bit of energy, right? Because love is energy. And what I'm actually thinking for for the next few weeks, we're just going to allow people, audience members to to call us, to call in. That'd be cool. That'd be fucking dope. That'd be to chime in on the conversation. Yeah, that'd be fire. I mean, that's their show. We're just kind of facilitating it. And, you know, but it's the community show. And I know I can't wait to get into it because we're we're pelioneros, you know, (laughs) like we get into it, you know, so. Different opinions are gonna are gonna vary, and we're gonna embrace those opinions because that's what we need to do. We need to understand that we're family, and in that family, there's dynamics. There's times where we need to be close to each other, and there's times where we need to be apart and learn from that separation. But always remember that we need to come together. Always remember that it's one indigenous community. It's not many. The division came with the Spanish imposing a doctrine that made us everyone different, right? Like Mexicans aren't native, but reservation people are native. And who said that? The United States books written by white people, you know, you know, and I don't, again, I'm going to go through this one more time. I'm going to go through this almost every show, Armando. What do we mean by white people? We mean people who hurt the earth, hurt the water, 
Don't give a, a shit about polluting the air. So on. And have judgments over people be, because of the way they look or where they come from in any kind of negative fashion. We are a warrior people. But we, we have a warrior way that's humble and direct. And that time is now. We need to speak for our children now. That's the time. So this is what this podcast is about. This is what, you know, when, when, it, when, when a viewer or, or somebody who, who chimes in our live and says, I look forward to this, this is what we're doing. We're, we're sharing we're getting our own self-esteem back by being able to, to voice ourselves, right? So when you, ba when you call in, make sure your question's ready and you, you know, um, share your message accurately. And this is your platform. But no, you cannot diss another person because we're all family here. We have to be able to say, hey, but, to be honest, but, but give us that constructive criticism. You don't have to diss, but let us know your opinion. Yeah, because we don't have to agree. Why do that's not in a Kalpuli in, in the ancient circles of the ancient time? You think everybody were like, oh, yeah, let's agree. No, that's why we had it so that you can voice your opinions. You say, no, what? I think this and I think that. OK, cool. That's cool. But what is the silver lining? What is the purpose? How, why are we gathering? That's the different. That's what I'm talking about. We're gathering. And when you gather, yeah, you'll have times where people are all in agreement. And if we can do that, then we have shifted dramatically. But there are times where we're not going to be that way. And that's okay. Because you know what? As much as I love taboo, as much as I love the black IPs, I don't agree with the Latino label. But that's my that's my issue, right? And I'll break it down in future episodes. But does that mean I don't, I'm not happy because he made that song or, you know what I mean? I'm happy for his success. I'm happy that he has a platform that can really send a message quickly. And how Taboo mentioned when he had the opportunity to conduct business with Marvel, the first thing he thought was like, that's my way in. Right. The first category that he wanted to promote was the indigenous side of him right and that's amazing yeah no that's cool i mean it's cool to want to go inside the house and say hey i'm indigenous right you know but that's not the only place right and so that's what i'm trying to say is that we'll have a voice for people who have a platform like taboo but we also are building a show for people who don't have a platform like azomatli does not have um taboo's platform but he's our next guest and we're going to treat him like if he's taboo and let him say what he needs to say. And some things we'll agree with and some things, some things we won't. Taboo honestly gave him the cosign. Yeah. The stamp of approval. Yeah. Yeah. And he deserves it. And he deserves it because Azomali, Azomali. He's going to be in hard. studio, by the way. Yeah. He works really hard. He's actually going to be getting interviewed and then he'll, he's going to shift over and do a mic session for us. Nice. Catch us next week, Sunday, every Sunday at 4 p.m. Talking about the youth and everything like that, um, SK102 or something said, somebody on Instagram is using a building in South Central that used to be a correctional institute for the young, brown, and black in the community. 
to provide a space for creating art and music. Twice a month, he invites local artists to set up a table to sell their art. That's really cool. Is cool that um? Is that it. um? IPR? I think there's a. Yes, it is IPR dot arts. Yes. Oh my God! What's his name? I know the brother that organizes that, and and he's humble roots organizing. I mean, the brother will go out there with Crayolas. You know what I mean? Like, he uses his resources and he tries to impact a community. I mean, South Central, bro. Yeah. I mean, there are some rough places in Los Angeles that are still very, very. You know, you Rick. have to deal with. The there you hood. go. His name's Rick. <laughs> yeah, Rick. Right. What up, Rick? Shout out to Rick and his movement and his, um, you know, um, his effort and his intention because he does do a lot of very grassroots organizing, organizing and 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 putting smiles on kids' faces regardless of of them being indigenous or not because you know being in South Central there are a lot of African American people there and he includes everybody so it's an inclusive. Um, I guess organization that 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 helps children in in uh, impoverished neighborhoods, you know, like South Central. You know, remember we do live in Los Angeles. Not everything is Beverly Hills. Not everything is Silver Lake <laughs> or Echo Park. You know, we we have some places that are still being affected by poverty, um, police brutality, things like that. You know, gang violence. There's still a lot of that stuff here, and and so. Um, yeah, we're hopefully we can inspire some people to maybe question their path and 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 put them on that path of 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 identifying themselves. And then once you know who you are, then you can make a decision. I want to do this, right? But if you're put in in the dark and told, "Hey, it's it's dark outside and and there's a whole nother world and a whole nother reality," and you're told, "No, no, don't go out the door because." You know it's scary out there and you're safe in this box where you can't see and you don't know who you are and you don't know your mission in life you know there's a whole world out there open the door change perspective if you feel like you're doing stuff that's negative or hurtful to yourself and your community and your family it's time to look in the mirror and understand i have purpose here on this earth you know i have purpose here i'm i have a mission and even if that mission is to love another person and create a beautiful family, that's a very strong mission. One of the hardest things the Mexica people did or thought was the hardest thing to do was to keep a family together, right? That's the hardest thing because it comes with different personalities. It comes with adversities. It comes with lack of resources. But if you can keep that familia together, right? And create a generation and another generation, so on and so forth, like we did for thousands of years before the Spanish came. Then we show the progress of human nature and the ability to celestially, to, to celestial, <laughs> celestially, to, to line it up with the stars, right? To put the pyramid right underneath the star takes thousands of years. It doesn't take hundreds of years. It takes thousands of years. That means families had to be gifted the knowledge of that star right and gifted and the plan had to um be longer than their own lifetime that's how brilliant our ancestors were and how much they trusted each other right right now in our families sometimes in our dysfunctional world family members don't even trust each other 
And now we're asking them to pass on wisdom, pass on knowledge, pass on resources that will impact generations. That's what this whole thing is about. That's what LA Natives is about. You know, creating that community again and exposing the people that need to be exposed. Does anybody else that wants to say something? Well, I just want to say for any um, hip hop head out there that's watching this, if you're an indigenous hip hop artist, you have beats, send them over our way, email us, and we'll play the beats. Yeah, let's do that. Let's make While it over recording this podcast. Absolutely. So there it is. Shout if you out. make beats, shout out to all the beat makers. So right now we're at 20 live viewers. Sacred. 20 live viewers. That's a sacred number. That's our, that's our all-time high. And we're only going to get bigger and better. Absolutely. We have to get better because our community is asking us to get better and, and to present stuff to them. And they look forward to it. You know. And so what I found out is um, when people visit our anchor page mm -hmm. people could leave voice messages expressing themselves on how they feel about this podcast and that's going to be a link we're going to pr promote for the next few days on the bio section of instagram so people could go ahead and click on that click link. on that link and is there any message? leave us some voice messages Instead yeah because them texting it yes because nice we message. could fit those in that. into the spotify upload and those messages will be heard by the community can do are we able to download those things yes so then we and can sample them here live so l let's throw it out like that you know let's let's say hey if you guys have something to say be a part of the podcast and you want to leave a message be respectful but you know leave a message and and if it doesn't fit on the spotify clip we'll play it maybe outro of the show or maybe intro of the show maybe the outro will show will shout out everybody right is that yeah, is that yeah. the plan and um for sure by the first of the year we're going to have our website nice we're going to have a opportunity for fans to to subscribe for um you know our giveaways we're going to be giving away merch absolutely hats t-shirts and you everything. everything and everything. and also too you know we me and my partner have a uh uh, company that we sell superfoods and and we'll be in our future episodes start addressing things that affect our community in a way that we kind of don't even see which is our our consumption of food and what we deem is food and what what is healthy for us to eat based on indigenous foods these foods come directly from our abuelos right and what they don't know about our food is that our food has been engineered for thousands of years in other words they improved it so that it could reach the masses right and those foods were very dense in nutrient and we'll go deeper and deeper into that as we have our podcast but i just wanted to introduce it's not just about a message it's not just about poems it's not just about songs it's about healing our community that's the main focus and intention that we have and and not that we are going to heal them but we are going to heal them. Everyone that contributes to LA Natives, everyone who buys our shirts, who comes and listens, who shares our podcast, we are, are creating a collective healing of indigenous people. And we're going to take that platform globally, right? We can do it globally, right? Yes. Hashtag global indigenous, right? Shout out Richie for that. That was Hashtag dope. LA Natives. Hashtag LA Natives. Dope. And, and we're talking every week we're going to be doing giveaways. Yeah. Every week. Every week. But of course, 
the requirements are going to be you have to follow the page on Twitch and subscribe to our website and subscribe. So once we get that data, they're automatically added into the into the hat. Well, that's the that's the importance of what we're doing is the organization of our data, because when we get the numbers in, when we start seeing, then we'll know where to what to address. Who to sh you know, it's it's creating a community once again. Indigenous or, principles. So Ori eighty three asked the question: Where can we buy merch? So for sure, by January first, we're gonna have a, our website and our uh, Shopify store. Absolutely. And we're gonna have you know shirts for males, females, children, you name it: hats, t-shirts, uh, tank tops. Yeah. Well, Did that's the that, that's gonna be our way of sustaining ourselves and contributing back to our community and and, and zero you did mention uh you know maybe in the next few months taking a trip out to uh mexico and, and getting some you know actual pieces to bring back and and show love back to that community you know well look the everything that i'm trying to do with this podcast has a root in ancient culture and to go to the source where you can get things like my my necklace right and have it being made by a person that's been making it and his father taught him and so and so and being able to bring those gems back to la put them on our website and share them with the community it it brings a little bit more substance to it it's not just a, a it, like we want our stuff to be exclusive to our community right it brings it's, more authenticity to the podcast absolutely you know we want to bring we want to give you guys quality items made by individuals and create the postecame, create the, 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 the trade route between Mexico and LA. Like we physically went, bought it, packaged it, brought it back, and now are distributing it. That, that's the kind of culture that indigenous people survived on, right? Going to different areas, bringing back things that are not available in, their, in the area that they come from. And, you know, we weren't expecting to build the site so quick and, you know, to start taking this, you know, serious. It's just like, it just it happened, right? Zero is kind of like a overnight thing where we launched episode one with Cosmic Force and it just, it took off from there, right? Yeah, just, it, they, first of all, all the artists showed mad love because honestly, we don't have lots of numbers. No. no we're relying on a community for that, right? The are we Are we advertising in any... Major we are running no ads right now. You see, we're not even at that level. 100% grassroots. Yet we have 20 solid viewers. We got people joining our Instagram daily. And we're creating this community. And this community is our priority for now. And we definitely want the feedback from our viewers. If there are any other podcasts similar to ours that will incorporate the indigenous movement and hip hop and you know stories and just paying homage to the whole culture um let us know because we want to promote them as well yeah we, i mean i got I, I mean i have a rolodex of people that i really want to interview like there's individuals that i that i just saw today on my hike who who have stories from the 1960s bro and and during the black panther time and during the chicano movement time the chicano movement led to the the awakening of our ancestor right our ancestors prophecy so it, it all kind of ties in together and i'm trying not to say everything on this one show because we have much much content to come 
in the next couple of weeks. And we have Azomatli next week. And remember to, to follow us on twitch.tv forward slash LA natives. Tell your family, tell your friends. The natives have a platform. And, and you know, some ideas that came across my head the other few hours ago, like we could take this podcast remotely just as long as we have Wi-Fi connection. We could go out to, you know, different states and different countries and do live interviews to very influential people, a part of this culture. And and we should do that. And, and that's where the merch comes in. And that's our, and that's our, you know, that's the type of, uh, projection we have for this podcast that it's, it's something that I'm obligated to now. That's how I feel based on the engagement. You know, it's, it's no fun in games when, when viewers are just like sending us some very deep messages. Yeah. Like, like, uh, I'm hooked on your podcast. That's, and, and but and then you say, well, look, they're they're hooked on, no, they're hooked on the our intention. Yes, and you know what the great feeling about this is that we're all doing it together. It's like everyone has some sort of stakes at this, yeah. the viewers and us Absolutely. at the same time because, you know, we we do want to highlight the importance of what this podcast is all about. Native people. And, and let me ask you, Zero, you know, what's how did the L.A. Natives title come about? Well, I knew that there was a lot of people with native descent that came from the city that maybe didn't have a direct path like um, um, Taboo did with his grandmother, but felt like they were. And in 1994, there was a prophecy that we would awaken to this understanding and this knowledge. Right. And um, Olmeca will talk more about that because he was a part of it when the Zapatistas rose in Mexico in 94 and really caused a chain reaction in indigenous communities, not only in Mexico and further south, but over here in northern wise. So it created a movement. It created a pride in Chicano art, which where El Bu was born, which where Aslan Underground was born, where um, Zach de la Rocha, Rage Against the Machine, writes about Mayan uh, Maya Mexica, right? He puts that in his hook. Um, it's 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 a movement that 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 led to 2012, and everybody after 2012 just fell off the face of the earth because it was over and nothing happened. But really, did nothing happen? Look at us now, right? What happened? Right. So just be aware of that. Our ancestors were right on target, and we are right on pace. And it's exciting to live in this time. One of the greatest challenges that you can give a warrior is putting him in a difficult situation. And now is our time to rise up and love your family. Take care of yourself. And and I just want to bring it back to, you know, the uh, viewer asking about our Facebook page. I, I totally forgot, you know, maybe we might stay away from Facebook because they do censor a lot of material on there and i don't know this this podcast is so important you know their algorithm might catch something that they might not agree with they might not agree with and it's not like they just warn us or flag the video they'll just delete the whole page yeah well as i said and this is why we chose instagram and twitch because those are the more loose that's how i would describe it I think no. I think my job it's not as censored as these other platforms like YouTube and Facebook. Let's get it clear, bro. 
there's not going to be any of that kind of talk on my show. I'm not going to name things directly and blame people directly because the story of indigenous people has always been this way. We were put on reservation. We were made to live in the poorest neighborhoods. There's no need to go specifics about that. You guys can do your own research on that. I'm here to inspire a warrior people that can navigate through any situation that any, how can we not have that attitude when we survive reservations, rape, trafficking, incarceration? How can you not look at this and go, I can navigate through this. This is fun. I know it sounds hard to kind of put it in that perspective because people are getting hurt and things are happening, but use your heart and focus your intention. That's the only way warrior societies survive. And what I mean by warriors, I don't mean people who kill people. I mean, people who stand up for things and figure out a way to solve it for their loved ones. We need water, I'll go get it. We need wood, I'll go get it. We need to hunt, I'll go hunt. Be the first one to volunteer. Be the first one to help your partner, your grandmother, your auntie. This is the revolution we've been asking for, is to look at our own self. Love our own self, love our own principles, love our own theories, love our own architecture. We have a story. LA Natives. LA Natives. Make sure you, everyone follows us on right. twitch.tv forward slash LA Natives. Um, we're on Spotify. Every episode is on Spotify. And of course, follow us on Instagram. It's the easiest form of communication, promotion, etc. And yes, you know, Facebook is is definitely something we're going to look into. But me, from my personal perspective, I run a page that has over 150,000 followers Damn. on Facebook. Nice. And it's our content is being flagged left and right, man. It, it, it's a new form of uh, censorship yeah. that a lot of people are not used to. And, and for me, I'm always into the getting ahead of it and 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 pivoting. Absolutely. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, and I understand Facebook owns Instagram, but they're ran by different teams, if you know what I mean, because I actually speak to Facebook representatives and any type of question I have when it comes to Instagram, they have no answer. Mm. Okay. They're owned by Facebook, though. Yes. Yeah. And this is why the Spotify link is so vital. Mm. And we're hoping anyone tuning in. If there's any piece of content you want to share to a friend or family member, just share that Spotify link. Absolutely. Because it's or and or visit our YouTube page. Simply type in LA Natives and you'll find it right there. Absolutely. Can well, we get you, to some questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Biyali Okochi 25, random question. But what do you think of the alignment of Jupiter and Saturn on the 21st of December? The winter solstice, any relation to the Mayan calendar and the Bactum cycles possible? Also, Brandon Tattoos put dope question. I'm curious also. Um, 
as our people are lifted up the shield that has been covering our eyes for so long, my children will lead the next generations of uncolonized mindset. So they're basically asking, you know, what do you believe? Or what do you? What is your take on December 21st, our sacred winter solstice times? December 21st is a very important day, as well as June 21st, right? The solstices. Was it Jupiter or Venus? Jupiter and Saturn on the 21st. Jupiter and Saturn. I'm not too familiar with those two planets. I know Venus. I know Venus, right? And Venus has a particular alignment. From what the Mexica people understand is that Venus, if you study it for 88 years, at its 88th year, it completes a flower. And to do that, it has to go in front of the sun and go in back of the sun, right? So this is, I'm sorry, I don't know Jupiter and Saturn. All I know that Saturn Saturn is more of a, um, a planet that the esoteric elites kind of gravitate to and they draw energy from there. But Venus was an important planet for us. And so I, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know what the significance of those planets and those alignments. But I do know that Venus is now in front of the sun in 2012. I mean, in 2020, eight years. In 2012, it was in the back of the sun. And eight years later, 2020, it's in the front of the sun. And look at the energy that comes to the earth. Look at the world, everything. So be aware and tapped in to those things. Because guess what? Very powerful people tap into those things. Very powerful people try to distract you from those things. What's more important? I've never heard of anybody go, oh, yeah, I'm going to celebrate the solstice today. No, they go, I'm going to Christmas dinner with my mom. It's cool. Go to Christmas dinner, have the family thing. But know that a few days before that, there's a massive shift Mm. that happens in our we live in this world. We live in this atmosphere. The sun comes up and down. We all see it every day. It gets colder in the winter. It's not just to get to go, oh, wow, it's cold. Let me get a jacket. No, things are happening celestially, vibrationally, light-wise. So be aware of those things. And I'm glad that you shared where those planets will be. I, I'll, I'll do some more research on them. But I know that Venus was, a, was one of the most if you can give us a, an idea of where that is, tune into that star because Venus was our twin. At least that's what they say, right? Is there another question? Yeah, you definitely got another question. Something that we've kind of all been avoiding here because this is not what we want our podcast to be about. But what are your thoughts on the COVID vaccine, Zero? Oh, wow. You know, and keep in mind that keyword <laughs> we need to stay away from. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say those words, right? We know we're all, everybody on Alley Natives, we know what we're talking about, right? But there's nothing, no one can convince me, right? No one can convince me that they have more power than the earth that we stand on. That's one. So the earth that we stand on comes with medicines, certain plants, certain um, things. And I don't care if you come from Harvard, Oxford, whatever verd. <laughs> I don't give a shit where you come from. You're not going to stand there and tell me 
that you know everything that the earth, all of its medicines, all of its wisdom, all of its energies. So I hope that helps making a decision, putting a foreign object into your body. Because to assume that you have more powerful than the thing that created you, which is the elements, the earth, the stars, the wisdom, the light, the history. If you can't pull a, a remedy from that, then it, we got to search harder. But be aware for yourself and your family. When someone tries to put an object, a, a foreign object into your system, right? And that's what I have to say about that. Did I do good, Armando? They can't oh. say shit about that, right? Eloquently stated. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> LA Natives podcast. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going to say them words, man. They're not going to. Uh, look, guys, let's face it. We've been through worse. Now it's time for us to share our voice in a humble way, in a very firm way. Right? Because it's my body. You can't just go do it do it and then they, they sh i'm not gonna get into it you know what you know the truth close your eyes ask yourself a question stay woke and you have your own answer because the human nature will not go against itself right if if they say if 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 they go okay well take this car and drive it into the into the wall human nature will stop you from doing that because you know oh shit i can get really injured i could die from it it's that and they're trying to go wait don't pay attention to that don't pay attention to human nature. We're experts, right? There's no experts. Take a lesson from Taboo's interview. What did he say? I'm not a leader. I know a lot. I've done a lot, but I'm not a leader. That's native principle. I may have done many, many ceremonies and have many, many eagle feathers and have, but I'm not the leader. There's no leader, brothers. The leader is you making a decision. And that's it. So that's my take. Any more questions? Mm -hmm. Good. Um, Okoshi 25, thank you for the reply. I heard it on the news. And the apparent last time those planets, also known stars aligned, was at the end of the last Mayan bankdom cycle. I would definitely look more into the Venus cosmology of the Mexica. Absolutely. Because it was profound. It took a long time. Everything we built in Mesoamerican culture took thousands of years and it's hard for white people to digest that so our email is at la natives podcast at gmail any viewer tuning in right now if there's any topics you guys want us to cover feel free to email us because that's going to help us with our production for the next week so i would really encourage any viewer tuning in to do that for us because like i said we're all new to this we are all new to this. This channel is new and we're all doing it together collectively. And uh, any positive or negative feedback would be absolutely appreciated. Appreciated. Yeah, we're one community. Everybody has a voice. That's the one thing is that me and my partner, we already know. If you see start, start seeing a circle, you know, it's similar to what we're asking our community to do, right? We go, oh yeah, everybody circle up. Oh my God, now everybody's going to say something. 
you know? Right. But we and, want that to happen here. And, and, and this is what all the artists have in common, that they're all hip-hop artists. Yeah. Yeah. Except and we'll, and for, we'll, except we'll have for Love Riders or, or what was it? Lake Riders? Lake yeah. Side Riders, yeah. Yeah. They're an oldies group, which I'm excited. I want to I want to interview, you know, dive, I want to diversify the music, you know, but know that this is a hip hop route, you know, and that's a cool thing about native hip hop, brother, is that it has influences in different areas and it, it doesn't even sound kind of like hip hop sometimes. But, but, but you, you kind of have a similar story to Taboo. You guys, you know, basically started your guys' careers, basically creating the voice through hip hop. Yeah. Though that's the medium we chose and it, it goes back ancient times you know once i did the the research on it where it's like floricanto right uh man it's it's escaping me the nahuatl terms for it but i'll remember when i remember i'll, I'll say it I'll, like are we gonna have the rappers do like freestyles on here no yet you know it's it's or maybe it just if but it, that's not the direction of this podcast you know we're, we're not the typical you know radio station that will you know, exploit the rapper just because they want that freestyle over that beat or something. Don't send me pre questions because we don't do that here. We're going to get to the root of our issues. And if you come on this show, you're representing that you're representing our awakening, our, our trust that we won't back you up into a bad corner. Cause we already know you're a rapper and you know, there's a career behind that. And every rapper, you know, is, is climbing that mountain. If you know what I mean? That's yeah. what everyone has in common. Like I personally work, I have worked with personally with thousands of rappers. Yeah. Man. And I think I think it's okay to kind of like explore too. You know, we were me and Ruben were this morning looking at Olmeca's video, you know? And what did you say about Olmeca's new video, Ruben? I thought it was dope. I thought it was well done artistically. I mean to know that that brother has doesn't have a major record label. I mean he has resources, but he doesn't have a major record label backing him up in it it coming out that way. And it's, it's amazing. It's a great, I can't wait to interview and talk about that, you know, and our community, man, our community is wide. Our community is big. It reaches tip to tip on Turtle Island. And, and, and tell us your, your history with Mike Bone music, those two gentlemen. Oh, um, Mike, Mike Bone. And uh, is that the name of the group or is it just one of them? I think they're a group. They're, yeah, there's it, two it, of it, them. There's two of them. Yeah. I don't know. The, I don't remember the name of the group, but I played with them. Um, and I don't quite remember where, but I remember their, um, their attitude. They were like very funny and, um, talented, very upbeat, positive, yeah, cats. positive cats, positive, beautiful people. And, and, and they're coming in studio. I'm not sure they're either coming in or it might be a phone call, but it'll be a blessing if they come in. Yeah. But I've played with them before and I, I know about them. And I remember when he, when, when you shot me their handle and I looked at the picture, I was like, oh shit, I played with these guys before. Armando, can we pull something up of Olmeca? They're asking. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's figure this out. If you go to his Insta, Insta page, he has the new video that, that he has out. Right. And this is why we're sticking with Twitch, because how Facebook works, guys, is like whatever we're playing, we're playing an Olmeca song. What Facebook does, they they mute the audio as we're playing the song, and then they come back with the audio when we're talking. Wow. It's pretty weird, right, Israel? Yeah. yeah. It's like, there's anyone out there that's a, like a Facebook geek, you know, help us out. Yeah. Get any, this is a, it's a community, right? We're a collaboration. This is not just me. It's not just my partner. It's not just Armando. It's a community and outside of another community, which is hip hop, right? Underground hip hop blog. You guys got to follow them too. There's a lot of good things, man. You know what I love about your blog is that you keep 
good hip hop. I mean, I, I hate to judge. I shouldn't say good, but I guess classic hip hop alive. Because there's some cats out there that are really young, that are that are voicing out gr- great messages. Not everything is trap. Not everything is future or six nine or, or all those cats. You know, those they're probably the most popular. But um, there are other cats that are putting out that are outside of the indigenous realm, but are in the underground hip hop realm that need to be exposed. And that's what your blog does. And I'm glad that you still do that because. Yeah. And and wow, I'm in and and, I, and and I'm all about not censoring the <laughs> artists when it comes to these platforms because it just takes away from organic grassroots promotion because there's an agenda behind why they're censoring channels like us because we're not allowed to play their music because there's some monetary gain behind it. They just automatically think, oh, we're gonna make money off the content, so since it's copyright infringement, we're just gonna mute it. Well, I mean, the powers that be. I never, I never complain about things like that because when you ask to go into a realm, it's kind of like Facebook, right? You go and you open a, an account at Facebook and you go. And you agree with all their terms. Right. You agree with their terms, right? And you go, look, I'm popping on Facebook. And then they take you out of Facebook or they censor you somehow or they don't let you do And you go, that sucks. They don't let me do that. That's not that. I have rights. No, you don't. That's a corporation. A corporation built. To make you believe that you have property in their building. But the minute you start playing loud music or maybe frying up something that they don't like to smell, then they kick you right out. Right? No matter how much money you give them. That's the truth. Don't complain about platforms and building them up and then going, oh, IG censored me. Well, yeah, because maybe you have something to say and they don't want, us, they don't want you to say that. Right? And, and then you go, well, but this is America. Well, then do the history of America. What is the history of America? Slavery, <laughs> you know, um, manifest destiny. What else? Let's go. Let's broken treaties. What else? Huh? It, the, the list goes on and on with these guys. So we have a couple minutes left. We will end the show with Olmeca's brand new video. It's titled El Solitario. El Solitario. Shout outs to Olmeca. See, we got Osomali next week. Mm-hmm. We got Olmeca coming in the, is it month or in January? Uh, I believe January 24th. January 24th. But shout out to the brother. See, this is about community. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> well, I, we just got a, a really, really good uh, comment right now, you know, Ori83. This is one of the many reasons why I enjoy this podcast because it's directing me to new artists I never knew about, and I've been building a new playlist. Wow. Exactly. That's exactly what Did we want to Did I not tell read. you the formula that yeah. we have with Underground Hip Hop Blog Zero? That's like the same exact concept. It's amazing that we can come back into the community. It's all about exposing artists. The community too. Absolutely. Yeah. Am I right? Absolutely, bro. And then that other comment I got from a fan, he was basically telling us like, yo, it's not really a podcast. Hmm. He said said it was a tv show right zero wow well that that to me made when you told me that i was like that's a different level because i mean a podcast you you sit there you can listen to it you don't have to look at it you know but a show you have to look at you want to see the the personalities behind it and and thank you shout out for that brother for that comment and this is i've never done this before i've done interviews i've done interviews with right it's pretty much we're recording the podcast 
with the live camera streaming on Twitch. That's it. That's the, the, the magic of our production. But the content is real. The content is, is rooted in family, community, indigenous. I don't want to say indigenous pride because there's no, you don't have to be prideful for that. Just be. Represent. All those people that, that sent messages about how they feel at home on our podcast because their family members don't quite have the same knowledge as they do or don't take it to heart. You have a home. LA natives. You have a home. We have a home. We're standing on it. Don't let fake borders and blah, blah, blah. Be yourself. The time is now for you to stand up for yourself, your family, your loved ones, your elders. You know, I leave you with inspiration to be prideful to of your own self and know that you are a warrior people who defend the earth, who defend the water, who defend family, who defend community, who defend our women. That's who you are. LA Natives podcast every Sunday, four o'clock. Every Sunday. Peace out, people. Peace out. Mateo. Actitud, estoy bien, siempre ascendiendo en la actitud. Si me ven, pies plantados viendo para arriba. Aunque cargue todos los problemas de mi vida, yo prefiero con mi sombra que amistades que transforman. Gestos y amistad a favores que no nombran. Caminando con ustedes es andar en soga floja. Una sombra no se fija, no se aleja y no se enoja. Viví por lo peor, me he quedado solo yo. Gracias al dolor, yo ya me siento mejor. Celebremos con un brindis. 
por mi libertad es difícil pero saldré de mi soledad 